Today, take the challenge of remembering books you read as a kid. Uh, it's a blue book, uh, lots of pages, and the main character is a boy who gets into trouble. I don't know what book it is. And we share a little nostalgia about the Bazan Branch Library, serving San Antonio since 1977. Thank you for listening to the San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Okay, so uh, time for everyone to introduce themselves and recommend how about one book, movie, or album that you can find at the San Antonio Public Library, also known as Apple, which happens to be where we work. So, you know, for me, I've got a copy of The Hot Zone, which uh, I got because it is... The blurb says, one of the most horrifying things I've ever read. What a remarkable piece of work. Stephen King. So that's recommendation for nonfiction right there. And I'm Gina from Bazan. And my recommendation is Thanks for the Trouble by Tommy Wallach. It's a YA novel about romance, friendship, and death. And I think it'd be great for uh, anyone who's into those genres. And I'm Diana. And the book I have to recommend right around Halloween is called Advice for Future Corpses. Excellent by Sally Tisdale. And I'm Dan, uh, Central Reference, and I'm going to recommend the book that I always recommend. If you have not gone out and read Leviathan Wakes by James S.A. Corey, do yourself a really big favor. Enjoy some near-future space opera with lots of action and a little bit of noir thrown in, uh, and enjoy. Come back and tell me what you thought. All right. And I forgot to say, my name's Hondo. Hey, Hondo, <laughs> did, what's didn't. going on? <laughs> so I heard that this was going to be a time to reminisce about Bazan and talk about Bazan. Oh, I used to work at Bazan. Oh, really? How long ago? Uh, a, a long, long time ago. It was at the old place. It wasn't, you work in the new library, yeah. even though it's um, about 20 years old now, but I worked at it when that wasn't there. Can you talk about it? Because I'm only familiar with the building that I'm currently at, which opened in 1993, and I have no idea how Bazan looked like back then. Well, um, the internet didn't exist back then, remember? <laughs> so, so there weren't any computers anywhere. And it was in, I, I'm going to get this wrong, in the Mexican... Mexican... Mexican-American Unity Council. Thank yes. you. Yes, that's right. It was uh, on, off to the left when you walked into the entrance. It was off to the left. And it was just a nice, cozy place to do some research, look at some kids' books, read some kids' books, have story time. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was a nice neighborhood library. Um, so, yeah, Gina and Dan and Diana and I all have something with Bazan from the past. Uh, for me, it happened to be because my mom is a retired librarian and she used to work at Bazan back when it was at the old building. Oh, wow. And uh, so I went there a lot as a kid. I kind of liked the double-decker layer of it because uh, there was a lower level with the ramp. So I guess for me as a kid, just going from one level then walking down the really long ramp and going to that level, for whatever reason, that was fun. And, uh, yeah, I spent uh, quite a few hours reading books, and I had fun trying to think of all the books that I either read there or checked out from there. So, Did you have, uh, did you have much success, like, coming up with a list? I, were, you, were you able to recall a lot of them? I was able to. I was able to, yeah. Um, so a uh, couple of the books I enjoyed that I know I enjoyed there was a classic movie Monsters book 
uh, all the information I could learn about uh, Jekyll and Hyde, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Mummy, Dracula, and Godzilla movies from days of yore. Nice. <laughs> um, there were... Uh, uh, okay, I also uh, brought here, I got copies of Stuart Little, Ralph S. Mouse, uh, books I read that were, did not involve movie monsters. Um, and uh, the National Geographic Our Universe book, which was greatly illustrated, um, had lots of very accurate science from the 60s, possibly maybe the 70s or 80s. I forget how old it was, but uh, some of the great illustrations are redone in a book called 11 Planets, A New View of the Solar System by David Aguilar, no relation. And uh, that's also a National Geographic book, so uh, still even the old info from space can be updated for readers today. But um, yeah, you know, just, just going through all the sci-fi books, I did not have luck with some of the sci-fi books, but when I tracked down a 60s uh, book, I guess a lot of what I learned, I guess maybe the collection was, had a lot of 60s science and adventure books. Sure. So I learned about 60s space technology from a book called Rivets and Sprockets, and Aterrizaja uh, in la Luna, which was Destination Moon, the Tintin book. Right. Uh, and uh, so that had, even as a kid, I thought, well, you know, that rocket that Tintin and the Captain and Snowy are in, uh, doesn't really look like the pictures I've seen, but, you know, I was okay with it, I guess. But. So these were 1960s-era uh, publications. For, for a little bit of context, Hondo, tell us what, about what year were you spending your days at the Bazan Branch Library? What put us in the era? What, where, what was the time frame? Oh, the Victorian area. Yeah, oh, nice. it was 1890s. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was, was there a lot of bubonic plague then? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible back in the day. So, no, it wasn't that far back. But, you know, I guess, I guess it goes to, you know, everybody has their own version of classic books. But, uh, uh, yeah, back, back in the last century, uh, uh, so there were some, some others. So it was uh, pre-Twilight, <laughs> pre-Internet. But there were other uh, classics like, you know, Phantom Tollbooth and How to Eat Fried Worms. So are we talking seventies? No, not that, not that far back. Eighties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, and, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're in the eighties, and the, the Bazan Branch Library, as it exists today, did not exist in its in that location. That's right. Yeah. And so, if you went looking for the for the Bazan Branch Library in the in the eighties, you weren't going to that the corner there off of Commerce Street. You were going to the next corner on Commerce Street. Okay. Just so just a block down. down. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you said inside of another building, so there was yes. a okay. So the the library was located. To, I'm not a San Antonio native, so but when I first moved to San Antonio, Bazan Branch Library was actually the very first library I ever laid eyes on here in San Antonio, um, because I was at Our Lady of the Lake. This was 1999, um, and the cab driver that brought me uh, from the Greyhound station, well, I guess that makes it the second library I ever laid eyes on because Central would have been the first coming in on the Greyhound. But it was the first community library that I saw, the first neighborhood library nested there inside of this old uh, west side neighborhood of San Antonio. And I remember just kind of making note of it because, you know, the Our Lady of the Lake University really isn't that far away from there. It's, you know, several blocks down. Um, but I don't have the history with the library like, like you do and like Diana does. Um, and so it's interesting to try to picture where exactly on, on that street it was as, as a relative newcomer. 
Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know how many people accidentally go to the wrong building these days. <laughs> Do you ever have to steer anybody, Gina? I never have anyone. Uh, accidentally going to the you know wrong building but i do get a lot of customers a lot of patrons that walk in there and of course they're older and they talk about the older building and like you dan um i've i'm not a san antonio native so i didn't know also where the old uh bazan library was located and it wasn't until i started working at bazan that i got the history from it and to be honest um i didn't really know much of the history right. up until most recently so now, Diana, you mentioned that you had worked there uh, in the old incarnation, the, the previous incarnation, we'll use the word previous incarnation, of the Bazan Branch Library. Was that the first library you worked in in San Antonio? First library that I worked at. Um, they, had, they had something, the library had something called a floating library. Oh. Yeah. A, a floating librarian. Ooh, and so that's I was like H.G. Wells technology? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of all the steampunk stuff I was mentioning, ooh, sounds spooky. So my, my job was to go to and fill in at any location where somebody would take a vacation. They need oh, somebody sure, yeah. to fill in for this or that. Um, and that's, that's what I did. And so occasionally I would go to, go to Bazan. So then you actually had an opportunity to work at a variety of libraries. Oh, yes. I went to That's all cool. the... There was 17 branch libraries back when I started. <clears throat> There's now about 30. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's really expanded. So great. Oh, um, so something I just thought of from programs that Bazan had before. <laughs> These probably won't be on today's events calendar, but my mom would reminisce about how uh, then social worker and then future city councilwoman Patty Radel mm -hmm. would go in and play some folk music. Oh, they, she would she had music programs there, and uh, you know she'd take her kids. And the Radels are movers and shakers in San Antonio. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it just uh, I guess uh, her long history of community involvement uh, was taking place there at Bazan Library with a uh, folk music and, and guitar there. Um, and I do remember as a kid going to at least one introduction to sign language class. And that was that was fun to do, and so I, I still remember going to that, even though my sign language is not up to communication skills. But I can still remember the alphabet. So there you go. You know, uh, community outreach. Uh, there a couple of years ago, I saw that uh, I did go to Bazan and saw that the meeting room was completely full uh, for a um, uh, for a book signing, author talk, um, and some uh, community input materials. One I can remember specifically was. Um, the book, uh, uh, I believe, it was uh, when Mexicans could play uh, when Mexicans could play basketball, mm -hmm. um, and it was a story of uh, basketball high school championships. And uh, yeah, the community room was packed for that one. How long ago was that? Uh, maybe three years ago. That's that's definitely before I started working okay, at the Okay. <laughs> so you mentioned Hondo that your mom worked at the Bazan Branch Library. How long did she work there? Uh, she was there twice and about five years total. I oh, believe. okay. Yeah. And in what capacity? Uh, as a children's librarian as there. As a children's yeah. librarian. Yeah. That's so awesome. I got to help a couple times. Cool. You know? Did you ever do... Did, so, I mean, my wife and I, both of us who work for the library, frequently involve our children as, you know, basically as we hold them captive and make them help out at library programs and things that we do. Um, was that... This, was that the case with you? Did your mom just say, come on, Hondo, you're coming with me today and you're going to help me cut paper for the program and get all those supplies ready? And it was, or was it just, I got to work, 
here's a nice spot for you. Here's a bunch of books. Maybe a little bit of both, nice. and sometimes I wouldn't know that I was doing work. Oh, <laughs> which is the nice thing about kids is you can frequently, this is, uh, this is not a recommendation, by the way, but you can frequently trick them into doing a lot of work for you. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, uh, picking up books, moving the book cart around, getting the book drop. You know, that was probably part of just, hey, here's today's fun adventure. It primed you for a future career in the library. <laughs> I think so, I think so. <laughs> Early training. You, you knew what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> so, Gina, yes. as a contemporary uh, staff member at the Bazan Branch Library, is there anything you want to tell us about the library now? Anything that you want to just kind of highlight or maybe draw some connections between Bazan today and Bazan then? Yeah, um, I can definitely talk about Bazan today. Um, I can talk about how one of y'all mentioned that it's a community library, right? Mm -hmm. I yes. think it was you. Um, it's very much a community library. A lot of the patrons that stop by, they uh, walk over. Um, we have a lot of teenagers that attend Lanier High School, which is maybe about three to five blocks away. And um, you see them frequently every day after school. And um, we get a lot of, it's, it's very much, I hate to say this phrase, but you know, when you hear someone speak about West Side San Antonio, sure. you always uh, think about, you know, familia. Right. It's right. very much uh, familia at Bazan. So we we have the community involved. We um, we host a lot of programs for children's, teens, and adults, and we want to keep that familia mm -hmm. uh, in mind when we host our programs. Um, right now, I'm doing an after-school snack program for the not just teenagers, but anyone 18 and younger and mm -hmm. partner with the food bank. So we always have um, a high number of children and teenagers at our library, which is great to see because a lot of people like to think that uh, teenagers and children are not interested in the library and they're <laughs> always coming in with mom or dad or, you know, teenagers have better things to do. But, you know, it's the library is very lively having them around. Um, but. You know, it, it, it just seems that from what y'all have talked about uh, with Bazan, it seems like it's it's been consistent with providing those programs for, for the public and, you know, making sure that it, it stays as a community library. Well, it's nice that, it, that it's there um, to engage families and particularly young people, young, juvenile and teens, because they're, it's, important for us it's important for the for the library as as an as an organism that these people uh our youth community invest interest in the library now so that they continue to have that interest as they go into adulthood and then pass it on to their children and because that very much is w what happened in in my particular situation mm -hmm. my mom uh my grandparents would take my mom to the library, and so she, in turn, when she became a, a mother, would take us to the library, and now us, in turn, myself and my wife, who were both uh, library kids, uh, take our children to the library. And so it's, it, it's cyclical, and it's nice that, that's still, that there's a continuation to that, that Bazan existing in this community still attracts that kind of thing. And, and 
the, I guess that one of the things that I appreciate the most about little community libraries like Bazan and some of the older libraries that are here in San Antonio is that they very much are a thing of their community. Like they're, they're, yes. they exist there and the people know that it's there and they know that that's where they can go to do things, to get things done, to get help, to get answers, to bring their kids. I mean, what, what else do you do with a house full of kids during the summertime but take them to the library and load them down with books or, you know, put them in a program or, and you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and every summer um, there's a, a high spike of children and teenagers that visit the library. And, you know, it's that cyclical um, lifestyle that you're talking about. Uh, grandparents go, uh, passing it down to your parents, from you passing it down to your children. I think a lot of people who are involved in the with the library have have that lifestyle, have that p- pattern. Um, sure. You know, I'm not a San Antonio native, and the library where I grew up, um, it's a suburb of Houston, Baytown, yeah. and um, I was always there, and I love seeing that because you have this connection with the library, and as an adult you continue to enjoy visiting the library and telling your friends to go visit, telling your family to go visit because you see the value in your community library. Could be how we all wound up here. Exactly. That's, that's how I wound up here. <laughs> that's how I wound up I know. here. <laughs> Honda that's, was, that's how I wound Honda up here. Honda was practically born in a library. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and it's funny because there, I mean, you, you do have that, that legacy. You know what I mean? That that you have a, a parent that was a, that was a librarian at the library, and now you are working at the library. You know that's kind of, that's kind of a neat uh, uh, way to get in to this whole thing because working in libraries is cool. We all know that. We all of course, that. yes, that's the coolest. <laughs> but Dan, Gina, man, the the way that you all phrased that earlier that's that's really some amazing stuff. Very powerful. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true, but I like that. I just like the way that you all phrase that. I'm a little passionate about, yeah. a little about bit, this whole thing. A little yeah. bit, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hope that comes across. <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. But I, I wanted to add about the community. Um, I think Bazan does great with working with the community. Uh, we offer a lot of resources, of course, sim- similar resources as other uh, branches here with the San Antonio Public Library. But I really love that we have a Learn Center. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they offer adult education, um, financial empowerment as well through uh, DHS, Department of Human uh, Services. Services. Yes. Um, I think it's fantastic that we get to offer that to our community. And we're lucky that we're one of the four uh, library branches that offer that service. A lot of people come in and they need assistance with uh, working on a resume, applying for a job. Um, thinking about going back to school, taking their GED. Uh, Learning how to use a computer. For the first time. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, that one. The, mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things are pretty huge, especially for, I mean, the, the, the community there that exists around Bazan is definitely a working class area. It's very similar to the, uh, to the environment that I grew up in. Um, and it's because technology has changed so many things, how we do so many things, how we apply for assistance, how we apply for jobs, how we uh, get to all of these critical services that we need, 
it's nice that Bazan is there to help people mediate those things to you know to be able to to give them the opportunity to not just have access to the computer but also have access to somebody that can guide them and help them to learn how to use that computer because I mean that's that, that, that often proves to be a barrier for a lot of people, I think. I know, and the Learn Center definitely helps bridge that gap. Wow, I, and I thought Bazan was just a place where I picked up a copy of How to Eat Fried Worms. Y'all have sold me. <laughs> but, you, sold me. but you know what the awesome thing about it is, Hondo? It's that also. You know what I mean? It's, and, and community libraries are those things. It's not just, you know, the place where you go if you need a if you need to find some directory information or need to do some research for school or for, or for work, but it's also the place where you go and you get introduced to the literature that becomes meaningful to you for the rest of your life. And I think that it's pretty awesome that you went out and you found all of these books. There is a pile of books on the table in front of us. It's, it's not a huge <laughs> pile, but it's a pile of books that made a meaningful impression on you so much so that you are able to go back and find them and bring them and set them on the table as actual physical objects that you held, maybe not these exact same copies, of course, but that you held in your hands as a child and that became a part of you. Yeah, I'm still looking for my summer reading certificate that I got uh, a couple of years. I believe that, but I bet you your mom saved it somewhere. Probably. She's so. got, it's got to yeah. be there somewhere. So, Hondo, I have a question for you. Um, and I know your mom worked with the old Bazan library as a child when you would go and hang out at Bazan what was, who was your favorite librarian and what attracted you to that librarian oh well you know I, I guess you know I really didn't ask <laughs> help from the other librarians or I guess I mean, I had, so you that, were that'd be a cutting. little expert yeah before no. you answer this question mm -hmm. Let's let's start with a more basic question. Does okay. your mom listen to the podcast? She, I don't think she does. I don't think she does. <laughs> okay, then feel free to answer. <laughs> um, no, Bazan did have some characters, but uh, my mom did work at both of the buildings. Yeah, oh, but, okay. yeah. The the majority of my memories are from the old building, but yeah, she did work at both of the buildings. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Bazan had its characters who either used the library or characters who worked there. Not going to say anything about the characters who did work there at the time, but. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was just if maybe if my mom wasn't available to have answer a question, I think it was just whoever was at the desk, honestly. But um, but I explored quite a bit on my own, just randomly finding books. I, I, I knew how to find stuff in the library, not to brag, but uh, you know, I knew a little bit about the Dewey Decimal System, I think. Aww. But but I bet they all knew you. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I so, bet yes. you. I bet you all the staff knew <laughs> that. <clears throat> pardon me. That knew that. You're, that's Hondo, you know, and 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 whatever comments that they did not say when I was within earshot. Sure, of course. See, and I only asked that question because speaking about Bazan and that community, a lot of uh, a lot of our patrons, uh, they're regulars. Yeah. And we have, we always find ourselves as librarians having conversations with them, and uh, to give the listeners some context, I am the teen librarian at Bazan. Mm -hmm. And I have an abundance of teenagers that come up to me. And it's very rewar rewarding to hear them say that they uh, learn a lot just by sitting down and talking to me. Sure. And that's why I had asked that question. You know, I, everyone has their you know, favorite librarian or the reasons why they go visit a library. So that's why I kind of just wanted to poke at you. <laughs> 
Well, you become, I mean, through the service that you deliver, you become a part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And that's true for every, for all types of patrons. You know, the, 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 and that develops that trust relationship between us as service providers and theirs as recipients of service. And then they feel confident that they can keep coming back to you and keep getting that service. And the nice thing about the way it works for us is we don't have fancy marketing. We don't have fancy advertising. We still go off of the good old fashioned word of mouth. So if we help somebody and we do something meaningful for them, they then turn around and tell their neighbors and their family members and their, oh, you need, I know exactly where you can go and get somebody to help you update your resume. You go to the library and that referral then comes back or you get, you know, you, you teach a kid about manga and you get them started on a series and of course they, they're hungry for more. They're going to come right back to you and say, okay, I finished this entire series, all 37 parts of it. What's next? What else do you recommend or what else do you like? Because I want to, you know, I want to keep reading more and more. And again, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's part of what we're here for. That's part of what we do. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Sorry, just just letting that sink in. <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> this has been quite a journey. I'll say that. I'm, I'm not making a joke. This really has. <laughs> I, I love to talk about libraries. I, what can I say? You've been listening to San Antonio Public Libraries podcast, Tuned In. This podcast was made possible by a generous donation from the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Our sound engineer is Adolf Lopez. Today is Wednesday, October 17th, 2018. And we were talking about the Bazan Branch Library. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. And get connected on mysapple.org with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Flickr, Instagram, and follow tuned in on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music.